a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. If someone were to ask you, what does success mean to you in your love life? What would you say? I mean, success means different things to different people and can look different at different times in your life. And you may think of success around being in a healthy relationship or learning how to date, loving yourself, overcoming a fear or bad habit, or just feeling confident, period. But regardless, success matters to each of us. Success in the broadest sense means achieving what you set out to achieve. And that matters to everyone, regardless of what your goals are. But if you thought about achieving success in a creative way, as if you were producing your own show, what would that be like? Like you could brand yourself by creating the sexiest flirt, by wearing the right dating costumes, working on your body language, delivery of the lines. And once you have that character down, then you do a search to cast the right partner by dating a bunch of, you know, prospective talent. Pairing creativity with success in your dating and love life has a ton of benefits and creativity will help you bring more fun into your life, create things that you love and become more well-rounded person, which by the way, is super attractive. And there are a couple things that I see creativity doing. Like number one, it builds confidence and trust within yourself. Creatives listen to their guts and their intuition, and they learn to be less analytical. So for you high achievers out there, this is awesome for you. And you, instead of going by like what you're thinking, you go by what you're feeling. And eventually this helps you build confidence and trust within yourself and not second guess yourself. Number two, it helps work well with others, right? Creativity encourages collaboration and being open-minded. And when you are open to other people's thoughts and experiences, you are able to make more genuine connections because you're listening and you're more present versus being riddled by your own thoughts. And know, more for your high achievers, you won't micromanage. Let's just say that. And number three, it shines a light on new opportunities. Creativity helps you think in different ways, approach things from different angles, and takes risks in order to try something new. And creative thinking could lead to landing that partner. I remember there was the most creative success story that I can think of when I was working with this client she was really in her head. She was high achieving and she wanted to know the agenda. You know, we were out there, I was teaching her how to flirt and just kind of network. And I said, I don't know where we're going. And it horrified her because the spontaneity piece was really, really scary for her because she, she was all about control, you know, and what was next. So we, I, I peek into a bar and I see there's a party going on. And I said, oh my God, perfect. Let's go crash the party. And she was horrified. She said, we can't crash the party. I said, says who? I said, they'll let us know if we're not you know, allowed in, but we'll never know unless we try. And so we walk into the bar. I was just kind of like teaching her how to navigate the room and who in the room was the important people to connect with. And it turns out it was just some fitness party that they, you know, we were really welcome and they bought us drinks. And then it was time for her to initiate conversation after I was teaching her a few tricks. 
So she got the confidence and I went to the bathroom. I said, okay, your assignment is that you need to talk to at least one guy. So I come back from the bathroom and lo and behold, she's talking to this guy. And it was almost as if I wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, my job is done here. And that guy ended up being her long-term boyfriend. Now that never would have happened if we didn't create that creative opportunity so that she could actually be open to meeting him. So success is yours to create, develop, produce, and launch. And with me today is someone who knows a thing or two about creative success. He is a talent development and media strategist who is widely known for launching brands that continue to influence modern pop culture. In 1999, he co-founded MTV's talent development and original program department and went on to innovate the impact of new genre of television with original series such as The Osbournes, Newlyweds, and The Ashley Simpsons Show. And with over 25 years of experience, he and his teams have become well-trusted connectors who help amplify some of the most talented about original series and talent brands in modern pop culture. Talent brands he has helped elevate through the use of original content include Mandy Moore, Ashton Kuchner, Jessica Simpson, Beyonce, and Kelly Osbourne, just to name a few. And he has a podcast called I Have a Podcast, which is a collection of conversations with today's most successful, mindful, and impactful voices in media and technology. Welcome, Vinny Potestivo. Yo, how are you, love? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so good. And I was like so excited to do this with you because we met actually in a creative way at yeah. PodFest because we were both speaking at that event and it was like immediate. We locked in. <laughs> yeah, there and and especially with, in a, at a place where you can feel like you're being pulled in so many different directions. Um, when you feel like you're suddenly being pulled in tandem with somebody else, you're like, "Hey, we're we're in this ride together." I know uh, how we make the most of this time that we were given together from one room to the next to the next. Um, that matters, and and that's about being present, and that's about being able to make the decisions to not block out the distractions around you, but to be able to hone in on the opportunities when they're in front of you. So I, I agree. Like I felt so connected to you instantly. And um, and by the way, what a beautiful sermon. What a beautiful little sermon that was. Thank oh. you so much for that share. I, I appreciate that. That's what a, what a, what a great way to kick off a conversation and to <laughs> try to make sense of that love word. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that we all Connection and success <laughs> and all of those all of those words that get thrown around. I know ridiculously. it's true. Well, and it's almost like what you're talking about, how we connected is, is meta to what we're talking about here in ways of connection and creating those moments by being present. And I mean, you have such an amazing background. I, I actually wanted to dive in a little bit there because it's, it's just so fascinating, like where you are today. Do you want to just share a little bit of your journey and how you got here? Well, thanks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, my journey my journey started in, uh, I guess I would say in 94, 1994, um, as a sophomore in high school, I decided I wanted to learn. I wanted to be in the control room because because uh, it was air conditioned and I wanted to learn. I, I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid of the buttons. I was afraid of like the director buttons, you know. So this is me. This is the way I'm literally thinking about my future is like, well, I want to be in TV. Mm -hmm. I want to move around too much. I want to be in the studio, but I don't want to be a director calling the shots because that button things that sounds. So maybe I'll just be the guy who wires, you know, <laughs> everything together, like a data engineer, because that, that's what my real interest was. 
I was great at Excel spreadsheets and Microsoft Access and, and coming up with like SOPs. And I had this like weird tech. Really? Yeah, I had this like organizational kind of way of thinking about, about creative projects. Wow. Which, which, by the way, turns out to be brilliant for what, what MTV needed in the late 90s. And I think what, what we're, where we are all at right now with technology and creativity um, and business also success, all, all three of those looking for success in all three of those categories now. But it was that the sort of like innate need to organize. And also, um, I, I loved creating on a computer. Uh, I grew mm. up the oldest of four. So like I didn't have my own toys. I had to share everything. You know? <laughs> the only space I had that was my own was in the computer because no one can go find, you know, whatever, you know, a black screen with a green little dot on it. And, um, and that, that was the, I had no clue how much that, that, that infrastructure into creativity would help me. I learned how to wire two VCRs together so I can edit from VCR to VCR, from VHS to VHS. Wow. And, and long story short, when I got to college, I wanted to be a casting director. I took out an ad. Um, I got over 500 um, headshots sent to me at school. And you're, you're not supposed to have like business at school. So I got in trouble <laughs> for that. And then I was like, well, now what am I going to do with 500 headshots? And I created a database. And I said, I'll email them when I see opportunities and I'll stay in touch with them and we'll figure out like what that list sort of looks like. And that led to um, Fox News um, in, in the mid 90s and early 90s was a sort of just coming out, which is strange to think. But they had a show called Hannity and Combs, um, a political show about both sides of the aisle that I got to travel with. And I got to put my database skills to the test. And then it was that political um, experience that I had that MTV hired me for Choose or Lose. Um, to help find some new newscasters for them, and 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 I came in with my databases and one sheets, and and I think I think of all the time spent in that Wagner College computer center. I went to Wagner College in Staten Island. All the time spent in that computer center, helping people fix their papers and and presentations, and and for me, scanning in everyone's. I was the guy, you know. Then can you meet me at the computer center? I want you to scan in my my photos. So I need to, you know, I was like that guy, you know. I need you to digitize my. My, my uh, actually, I need you to take something off my floppy disk and put it on dinner. I was oh my that god, guy floppy disk. <laughs> and and I, those, but that window, yeah. that ninety five to ninety nine, that window where floppy disks went completely obsolete digital. I saw beta go to VHS, go to micro, go to mini, go to HD, go to Blu ray, go to digital. Um, being able to survive that uh, uh, cataclysmic growth in, in media, so to speak, helped me keep my job at MTV for so long. Um, and, and then, cause I, uh, 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 because, because that didn't, that didn't stop us from developing and creating and finding new ways to tell you know, new stories. And, and I just, I'm so grateful that I had that sort of tech background, um, to end up being the creative <laughs> position that I'm in right now. Yeah, it's so interesting because you have like this left brain and right brain really exercised, you know, like with your background. And I wonder, like, as you were going through all these successes, and, and it sounds like you just like worked your way through all this stuff. Like, how did you have the confidence to create all this success? Because this is a lot of times what I deal with with my clients, right? Like they, even just creating any kind of success in their dating life, if you don't have the confidence, it's hard to push through it. You know, I would, I would say it this way. I think that my world was so small that I didn't have room for doubt. Like there were, I didn't even realize I should have doubt. I didn't until I was 30 and people said, wait, Vin, you just turned 30, but you've, why did the MTV hire you when you were 20 to cast the VJs? And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> I don't know, but they did. And it worked out for 10 years and I was there for a long time. And I don't know. And, and, and actually I, I had to deal with some imposter syndrome when I turned yeah. 40 and kind of, and this, and then we kind of all embraced this new digital revolution and, and really started helping our businesses that we care about, you know, understand that I think some imposter syndrome snuck in there too, but that's because my world got bigger and there was now suddenly space for doubt. Mm-hmm. So I feel blessed to, so to, so to speak, um, to think that, you know, um, that I wasn't, you know, that imposter syndrome didn't, didn't kick in. Also, I would say this part of the reason why I created that, that ad that I talked about in college. Um, I did something called the landmark forum. Do you oh, know this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know the landmark. So, in the landmark forum, I learned that I tell I tell my own worst stories. I am my own the demon and the villain in my own stories, which is crazy to me. And I made that decision to be a casting director. So so once I made that decision, there was no there was no room for doubt because I had already decided what was going to happen. There was I already knew what my decision was, and then and then it seemed to work out in success to me success for that would be where opportunity meets accountability i wanted to be mm. a casting director so I, I i took the opportunity to create it and then when i was called to be in casting i was accountable like i had to i had to find stars and like and people who would have real real who would go on i didn't even know i did not know the severity of casting especially at MTV where you got to, I got to be everyone's first, you know, we put, we put Beyonce in her first film and Mandy Moore in her first film and wow. hired, hired the, the news team, you know, Gideon Yego who went on to create newsroom and Mosquito Coast and like so many cool people that I got to work with, but I was our first and you never forget that. You never forget your first. Yeah. It's a really, we have a lot of jobs in this gig economy and it's hard to, it's hard to have some tentpole moments, but but what I was blessed with was being at MTV at a place where they were making space for storytelling, and mm-hmm. I could tell thirty minute shows about your life as a newlywed, or or your life as um, as a as a prankster, you know, or or punk really was punk really actually I take that back. Punk really wasn't about Ashton Kutcher being a prankster. Punk was about Ashton sort of magically and and magnificently putting on this ridiculous over the top charade that could never be believed. That's what punk was all about. was like, how did you, how could you possibly believe any of this was like, you know, real? Yeah. Cool to see someone who, um, who was struggling with his own creativity because he felt very boxed as an actor or as a model. And he kind of felt like there was these boxes that he had to perform in and punked for him was an opportunity to break out of that box and to have a, have a bigger hit in my opinion than even that 70 show. And that 70 show was a pretty big hit because there was like four channels back then. So a lot of people watch that show. Yeah. But, but he helped punked helped put Osborne's and newlyweds on the map. And those three shows together, those that that was that was a good timing. <laughs> oh my god! Especially yeah, things probably skyrocketed. You know, I, I just want to pause because there's a lot of layers to what you're talking and ways of things that worked in creating your success. And I don't even know if you heard it as you were talking, oh but it no, it's so awesome because I think this is the kind of stuff that people need to hear. I mean. One is, is that you had the right conditions and the environment in which that like you could turn everything off because you didn't know anything that was going Mm -hmm. on. And so like in dating, like creating that, that environment that cultivates that confidence is, is super crucial. But then the other thing is a belief in yourself. I mean, that's huge. Like despite 
you know, the maybe lack of experience or that other people had or education, like, you know, the traditional kind of trajectory that a lot of people have, it it didn't matter to you. You had the fundamental belief in yourself and you just kept going. And that's the name of the game. Cause like, to me, there's no like sense of failure. There's only experience and each Mm -hmm. experience kind of catapults you into the next. And when you look at the world that way, you look at your dating experiences that way, that's what creates that magic. And so it's so cool. And then the third thing that I heard was accountability, right? Like you have to have a good team of people around you and people that hold you to that kind of, you know, state that you want to be in. And, and, and and when you value other people and you value yourself, that's when things start happening. So it's really cool how you like share that. Yeah. I hear that loud and clear. I do believe that, um, you know, I I think like many people who um, grew up with parents telling them things, you know, you're the sum of the five people sort of, I do believe that in the alchemy of friendship and in the alchemy of education and the alchemy of who you create with exists, you know, a tremendous amount of power and, 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 and the ability to have fortitude to be able to be successful the way that you're uniquely sort of said to be. I, I, I love that idea. Um, I'm also hearing how um, in, in, in interpreting what, and I, I love what you interpreted. I'm also hearing how I use some things as a childhood, as a defense mechanism. Oh, yeah, <laughs> talk I think, about that. Yeah. I think, well, I think I got to a point where I was like, why do I have to keep thinking of things as a failure? Like, just, just like, mm-hmm. well, just, for, you know what, I'll say, and I still, I, I still talk about this to myself, actually. Fail, <laughs> failure, say, is, <laughs> failure is so time relevant. It's so mm. specific to the now, yes. not then or later. So, so I liked casting because casting for me kind of felt like right place, right time. The right time part of that was really interesting to me. Um, I realized that as a casting director, I, I'm the right time. So wherever I go, I'm the right time because I I have producers that I'm always looking to help figure out and connect on new projects. And I I know they trust me. And so if I happen to be in the room and I'm, I loved, I loved that about, about casting as that guy. It didn't make it the only time by Mm -hmm. the way to work with me. I generously give my email and I'm one of those casting directors who like read email. Well, I say in the past tense, because I'm no longer, you know, actively casting on projects like that anymore. I, I realize I don't have to get paid by networks to help people get on TV and to make movies about their lives and to make books and to make podcasts. I get to work with like so many millions more people now than the first 20 years of my career in TV, which was, you know, pretty much the same couple of hundred people. So this has been fun. I appreciate all y'all new creatives who are, uh, who earn your creator stripes by way of technology, you know, your iPhone and, 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 and equipment versus what I had to go through. And I love that we all learned it differently and we're all learning it, you know, sort of differently how to communicate. Yeah. I was, I was just picturing, gosh, what if people could apply what you just said to their dating life where they're like, casting their partner, right? Like, and you say, is, instead of saying, is this the right guy or girl for me? It's like, I'm the right girl. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm the right one. Oh yeah. And who are you to me? You know, and that's a different, like, it's a different power going in to a date. And also again, it could, because when you pull in and you focus more on what you want, who you are, know your value, know your strength, the right people will come. 
I can, I, can we keep doing that? You're giving me goosebumps. Let's keep doing this. Cause this is, <laughs> I like yeah. how you're connecting this to dating because um, also I, I, and I've used technology and data to find people. And I've been searching online, like as, as late as the nineties using it for casting. I've also um, found love online and Andrew, my boyfriend now of like a little over 10 years. And I met, you know, online. So okay. Like, I was going to ask you that. Can you yeah. talk about that a little, like how you yeah, applied sure. that to your own love life? Well, be careful with the first thing. The first, my first rule in casting is be careful where you search. Like yeah. You're, you're, you're going to find them, man. You better be careful. You better close your eyes at places where you don't want to find them. You better skip that block in New York City. You know, we better skip that block. <laughs> that is not the right block that you want to meet your man on, or if you want to meet your woman on, or whoever, whoever your soulmate or person is, you know, that's out there. But just, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the law of abundance. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I really have. And I think when you talked about like my, me believing in me, I, I don't know if I would say I believed in me in my 20s, but I would 100% agree with you if you said that I believed in what I was doing and what I was yeah. doing was me, but I didn't, I didn't see it that way. Right? Yes. But well, I say, and this is, you see this in the acting world all the time. Cause I know like when I used to act, you fake it till you make it. And if you mm -hmm. have, and, and, and then you will become like, if yeah. you do it enough, then you totally believe what you are saying and what you're doing and how you're acting, you will become that. So maybe yeah. it was a little of that. And I think we all do that. Like as we grow. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but I wouldn't point that out. Like I didn't, I didn't sit around saying like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm like at peace with myself. Um, there, was a, <laughs> there was a lot of yeah. things that I had to put on side, uh, aside, I should say, um, um, uh, in the early two thousands, it wasn't cool for, uh, you, I could still get fired for my sexuality at the company that I worked for in the early two thousands. Um, wow. there are certain parts of my life that were edited, um, and not through content, but in like, but I, that didn't happen, you know, years where I didn't date because I, I chose to be focused. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. That's all, that brings up a whole other that's another episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> there was a point in time, you know, there for, for I'm a 45-year-old, you know, gay man. There was a point in time where I had to decide if I wanted to have a career or if I wanted to have a family or if I wanted to be out. Mm. Like those three were options that I had to pick, and those were ex mutually exclusive options. So, but back to your question about casting and dating. Yeah. Um, right. So so first and foremost, be careful where you look for. Right. Um, I love what you said about um I you know the uh, about the inter inter interpretation of I am the good time, and and I am the right person. I am the right match. Um, I think that I approached casting the same way. I, I never went around town searching. You never once heard me say, "Hey, do you have a so and so for me?" or "Do you have a so and so for me?" or blah 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 blah. I always went around saying. I wanted everyone to know I worked at MTV. That was important because mm -hmm. what I felt like what we were doing at MTV was important. And I, I also got to, I wanted to make sure that they knew there was opportunity that I could bring back to MTV. And one of those things was some of the positions that I'm casting for. So if you happen to know someone of these positions I'm casting for, feel free to reach out. But I'm not asking you, but if you know somebody who's right, then you discovered them. That's the coolest feeling in the world. You discovered them. And, and one of the things I think that like friends have like in, in social circles, like when it comes to like dating, to mm -hmm. be able to be like, oh, I, I connected them. Oh, I, I yes. connected them. I, I put them. There's a sense of discoverability there. That sense of discoverability. It's not just, it, that's like an ego. There's a little bit of ego uh -huh. involved in it. You know, there's a little bit of like our participation as, as if we can call the universe to do something, but we can. 
And that's, that's the law of abundance is that these tiny little moves that we can make, you know, so, so can I, can I comment on that? Because there's also um, an energy with that, with what you're talking about. And I see it all the time with my clients is it's, there's a leaning back that happens when you're in abundance instead Mm -hmm. of chasing it or being in desperation and you're like going after. So like you said, like you might throw out some things about you, but you let people come to you. And that's the notion of being in your queendom or kingdom, as I always call it when you're dating, because you are holding court and you're letting people come to you. And there's a leaning back. And I, I find that high achievers, especially, or people who are really in their head, Mm -hmm. they're going at it like a business you know, proposition, yeah. right? And so they're yeah. like chasing it and they're going at it. And, you know, and so I love that notion of leaning back. Yeah, by the way, all right, here's another one for all those people who are chasing after it. How about when, this is a weird thing to bring up in dating. Yeah. Win awards. Think about that for a second though. Win like awards? You, yeah, like, right. Like what kind of awards are there? I don't know. I can tell you Bachelor of the Year awards, Bachelorette mm-hmm. of the Year awards. I can, t- I can, lots of magazines yes. that identify. So I, I bring that up because that's just a way to stand out. It's just a way to get discovered. It's a way to be a part of something. It's a, it's a small way of participating, of putting your name on a list, perhaps, of, of people who are like-minded. All that is important in dating. It's all about making yourself more discoverable for the right people. So if, if someone's looking for you know people specifically in new york maybe someone's like terrified of falling in love across the country and i'm only going to fall in love Ah. with someone in new york you know what i mean and then i find this like this list of single people in new york suddenly now now i know you're now i know new york is important to you and there's so much that i can especially especially in new york a city that's so transient where everyone comes tends to I'm, I'm from New York so I know this everyone comes and goes if you can make it here you make it anywhere because you go <laughs> you come yeah. here you prove it, and then you I think there's a song paying. about that yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean you stop paying those New York taxes and you go prove that you can make right. that New York lifestyle with that with that money elsewhere but um but when 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 awards you know in casting mm-hmm. and it helps it helps in, in the casting process and and it helps um I think in the same way for for um for dating and and also um why not because there's shame attached to being single so then be the be the best single version of yourself that's out there because because the truth of the matter is it's going to be fun when the you know you know 40 year old version of yourself is able to look back at the 30 year old single version of yourself and say you girl you did it right you oh did my it God. Right, you know? Amen. I love that. It's that positivity mindset uh, around it too. Yeah. I, I feel like when you, yes. when you think that dating is hard, guess what? It will be. If you think yeah. dating sucks, guess what? It will be, you know, it's like, be careful of what you say and what you ask for. It will become. And I think that is so true too, with like the acting world and the casting world. So there's so m- I love these like parallels though. Yeah. How about, how about credits? And like, now I'm going to go, for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw things out at you, but how about like, how about credits or title? How mm-hmm. about, how about when I call myself single versus call myself um, an Ooh. educated father of one who's looking for an, you know, I'm not any of those things, but I'm just, right. how about, labels. How about when I, yeah, you know, we call them labels outside, right? Mm-hmm. But those, those credits, those, those, that how you introduce, you know, how you set the tone, how you, what the, 
we, we live in a book, we live in a world where we judge the book by its cover. <laughs> I mean, it's so different saying I'm seductively single versus, yes. ugh, I'm a single mom. Yes. <laughs> For instance, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I um, love that. Um, and I, that's, that's cool. I, th- I think about that. I, and, and I want to say one more thing too. I'll think of this. I'm thinking about like talent, thinking of some of the things I like to talk about in terms of like, um, how to build a talent brand and just how to, how to stand out and mm. in, in casting. I think that, you know, we know Britney, well, Britney Spears is a bad example. Celine Dion, you know, they have these famous residencies at hotels. And I, I think that maybe I would suggest if you were single, think of your residency, think of where you can go, whether it's clubhouse or LinkedIn audio or have yes. a pot, where can you go consistently that you can be, make yourself available to the public for a small period of time on a consistent basis. And that's like, that's, that's a level of just, that's how, that's why people that are, who never saw Titanic or should have no clue who Celine Dion are now know who she is, not because they even went to the show, but they just know she did it every single day for years. And that residency is something she leaned into. And I can see how being single, we tend to like, not want to be single to for so, lean into it because you're not. You should be so lucky to have a residency for that. Oh my God. Yes. And what you're talking about is consistency Mm -hmm. and repetition and practice. And that is the name of the game. That is what's going to build your confidence. That's what's going to create opportunities. And that's what's going to also like make it fun, you know, because when you like, it's funny because I was just flirting with a girl the other day and I was teaching her how to like, you know, navigate just her own town. Right. And I, I say, treat everything like you're on vacation, you know, like I call it vacation mentality, right? Like, you know, when you're on vacation, you're more open, you're more curious, you, you know, you ask more questions. I'm like, what if you did that in your own hometown every single day? And what if you found a bar that you went to on a consistent basis where you Mm -hmm. made friends with a bartender? Because that bartender knows where the single people are. It is, it's creating these opportunities with, with all that. So I love that. I love it. I love, and it's all of it. And, it's, and, of and it. it's, it's non-linear and it doesn't all happen at the same time. Yes. And sometimes it does. And sometimes, it, but it's all about, it's the timing piece to it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, so for me, you know, have I ever failed? No. Have I been too early? Yes. Have I been late? Yes. You only get, <laughs> you only get credit if you're on time. You don't get credit if you're late. You don't get credit if you're bad, even if it's the best idea in the world, you know? Um, especially oh if it's the best idea in the world and you're two years, two years too early, you get Ugats. That's what you yeah. get a whole lot of, <laughs> that, you know, for being too soon. But, but if you can get that timing, right, if you can, mm. if you can be present and available, if you have this idea for two years and it, but, and, but you have to take the journey, you have to put yourself out there in your own small way. I'm not saying yeah. start the Vinnie Pod- I'm single podcast. I'm just, you know, maybe that's not you, but, but maybe jumping on, um, in the comment thread of um, uh, on LinkedIn might be the way to do it, where you can kind of like be part of the conversation, but not feel like the weight or burden of conversation is on you, but you but be a part of something like that. And I just really, truly believe in the law of abundance. I didn't come from much growing up and I certainly didn't know anyone in television and there are the, everything about this not working out was like, so, you know, was kind of taught to me and showed to me as a kid. So I knew it wasn't supposed to work out. So this is proof that it does. Um, and it continues to, uh, but it's about time. It's about time. It's about, yeah. it's, and, and you have to understand how much time you have on topics, how much time you have to give, how much time mm-hmm. you have to, to take. 
and and sometimes we're e it's easier for us to say what I need versus like what I want to give. And like just, for me, even putting that on the calendar, um, mm -hmm. searching, mm -hmm. you know, I search, I just search. I don't even know what, what I'm supposed to find. I just got to go look. <laughs> As that is fantastic. I love that. Oh my God. And that that's exactly what like so many of you listening need to do because we compartmentalize so much. And this is what I find. I, okay. I'm going to date now and I'm going to swipe. It's like, you know, people like divide it too much where yeah. like, it should be just the minute you walk out the door, you're thinking like that. Yeah. You, you, there is no agenda. And that that's the creative part, the creative thinking. And you just had so many like gold nuggets at the end because I was going to ask for parting words of wisdom and you said so many, but do you have like one final button that you want to bring home and, and if there's anything you want to share with the audience? Oh, I would, uh, I appreciate that so much. I just, <clears throat> I know how important discoverability is for all of us, mm. whether you want to be on camera, off camera, heard, unheard, you still have an active opportunity to, to shape your voice and to shape your opinion. Um, and you can choose to be part of the energy that you put out, or you can choose not to. And, and that's what I kind of love helping people figure out is how to best represent themselves, how to best take and harness that creative energy so that they can inspire, they can impact and ignite, you know, the conversations that they want to have and be a part of. And just uh, if there's anything I can do to help you all out, like reach out. This is what I, this is literally what I've done my entire life. And I'm not doing it on TV networks or for TV networks anymore because I just don't have to. That's cool. <laughs> and you that all can own it and you own your content, you own your podcast. And like, that's cool. That doesn't happen in TV. So it's so like, I learned a lot of things. I want to make sure people don't make any of those silly mistakes that I witnessed. Mm. And I want to help them see success early in their creative endeavors. Beautiful. Vinny, you're so awesome. I'm so glad I met you and I'm excited to get to know you more, but maybe we'll have you back for part two. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining me today and you listening too. Um, this has been the Charisma Quotient, of course, and I'm your host, Kimmy Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you would like help in using a creative mindset to have a successful love life, hop on a call with me to strategize and mapping out a plan to do that. Just click the link you see in the show notes to schedule that. And who knows, that one call could change the entire course of your life. I see it all the time. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. Mm -hmm.